doing it it's happening hello hello welcome <laughs> to episode two of pasture bedtime with me melanie uh and and me stephanie i i don't know don't feel like we need less names because no. nobody's listening no, no, to no, this no, no, who no. is not a personal friend of ours i'm not sharing my last name on the internet like i've done however many other times <laughs> Uh, we we have as as usual special guest Kara who's Kara. being a big creeper right now. Hey kids, what's up? <laughs> She's here for all the Kara fans. And uh, George will be doing things in the yeah, background. He'll be around, whether we want noise. him to or not. Um, also, just quick note um, that opening is new, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all thanks to. One Kyle McAfee, aka might as well on SoundCloud. Go give him a follow. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's so funny that it almost makes me like Kyle. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Oh! He kn- he knows. I'm sweating. <laughs> Anyway, so, yeah, so, moving on from that, if you're you're new here, the premise of this here podcast that uh, we are currently recording, um, I am a a former and some might argue still horse girl, and uh, Stephanie here is is reading my favorite horse books from when I was a child. Uh, I am going to reread. I haven't read this since I was very small. Um, so I'm going to read basically like the Goodreads, just quick synopsis, um, and then just say what I remember. And then Stephanie is going to give us all of her thoughts, <laughs> well, which are a plenty. She showed me. Her notebook. <laughs> I, I I do have like maybe five or six pages of notes just as I was as I was reading through it. Yep. My yep, my yep, thoughts, yep, yep. my feelings. This is actually way more than many six a pages. thought. <laughs> many a thought. <laughs> many a feeling. Flipping. Yeah. Um, I will say that I know almost nothing about horses because I feel like horses are. I had a boss one time who was really trying to sell me on how cool horse racing was, and he Ooh. was like, "Yeah, this like." There's this one horse that might win the triple crown this year, and like his people like bought him as a tax write off for only a few thousand dollars. He was like trying to convince me that because I, I think I was like, Yeah, I don't have the money for a horse. I'm never going to have the money for a horse. Like, why should I care about horses? It's just some rich people shit. And he was like, No, I mean, they bought him as a tax write off. Yeah, if you even have the thought, I need a tax write off, you're rich, Jack. Hey, Kara. That's an insane thought. Also. This is this is a thing that um, Jack at that that place that we both worked at said. The racist one. She's nodding. Yep. Yeah. There were nods. But anyways, um, yeah. Um, horse racing is also terrible. I will admit that I was really obsessed with it. Um, obviously. <laughs> 
Obviously, and we'll get here because the Thoroughbred series was one of my favorite horse books. Yeah, well, I so right now um, what I have it like that Melanie gave me is the first three books of Unicorns of Valinor that yeah. are like in one bound copy, and it's an eight part series. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like once we're done with these three, maybe we do can read something else, and then we'll come back to yeah. this one. Because people might be getting a little sick of, of Atlanta at yeah. that point. Well, I kind of feel like because they're so short, we should start batching them together. Yeah. And then, because yeah. also, even from that brief synopsis uh, on Goodreads, mm-hmm. um, I do not know where any of the separations are. But um, we're working some stuff out, you guys. Thanks. <laughs> You're all along for the ride with us. Um, but... Yep, we're going to keep going with <laughs> That's what we're doing. Um, so this is going to be the second book of Unicorns of Balinor. This one is called Sun Chaser's Quest. It's got a solid 3.93 stars on Goodreads. Um, and the Goodreads little description here says... Returning to Balinor, Princess Ariana finds that a dark presence has invaded the land... And she, she must search her failing memory for the knowledge of how to heal her unicorn, Sun Chaser, after its horn was broken in battle. So first off... <laughs> Melanie's very offended by the it's. Um, he's... We've already established that he is a sentient being, and he has thoughts that he presents to her. They communicate with each other, and now they're go- going and calling him an it? I don't think so. It's well established. We know... Sun Chaser is a strong, manly dude unicorn. <laughs> that, you know? that 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 Melanie was into in a in a possibly non platonic fashion. <laughs> you know? We can blame the Lion King for that because Simba was like one of my first real life crushes. I feel like the Lion King made a lot of furries. Undoubtedly. Did you ever watch the second one and, like, Kovu's, like, basically talking about fucking in the middle of it? You're goddamn straight. I didn't (laughs) notice that as a small child, but yes, I watched like. We can make a pride all our own, and then he's wiggling his butt in the air. Weird. I'm gonna also just throw it out there. Also into Kovu. (laughs) (laughs) Kovu was a babe. I think we can all admit it. If you don't, you know... I mean, you guys can decide for yourselves. Considering that, like, that movie's just Romeo and Juliet, I guess he's, like, less whiny and annoying than Romeo. His, he's, has at a, least he, he has actually problems. has real problems. He does yeah. have problems. He's trying his gosh darndest. His gosh darndest. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> love me some Kovu. Anyway. Melanie's just getting distracted looking at all the other horse yeah, girls on Goodreads gushing about how great this book is. <laughs> this one's my favorite comment. Loved it as a kid, and it'd be great to reread it if I could. Sun Chaser is every child's dream. A strong, shiny unicorn with awesome powers. And that, I believe this girl also was in love with Sun Chaser. I mean, I the fact that she called him shiny. Ooh. Strong and shiny. <laughs> strong, shiny, awesome powers. You know, I mean, I think the author kind of had similar feelings. Let me find the phrase that one of them said that they were talking about Sun Chaser at one point, and they yeah. just kind of started describing how hot he was. No, she's 100%. The elegance Chaser. of his neck, shoulders, and hindquarters. Excuse me, ma'am? This is 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> elegant hindquarters? Yeah, he's got... He, he got them elegant hindquarters. This explains my thing about butts now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, but not really. Um, okay, see, so yeah, I just read this comment. Um... <laughs> They make noises through their horns. Yes, that's the they thing. They laugh through their horns. I want to bring that up, yeah. But, um, okay, I'll let you bring that up, but that, I forgot It's about definitely that. in my notes, and I was like, okay. well, why do their mouths exist then? So, uh, again, I don't, this was like the most limited little synopsis in the entire world, but that's fine. Um... So, what I can remember, I mean, I already spoiled in the last one that there are those, like, bad unicorns, and there's something... Well, the bad unicorn showed up. Okay, the bad unicorn did show up. This was two weeks ago. (laughs) My brain doesn't last that long. Okay, so, the Mm shape-shifting bad unicorn. Entia. Entia. You know, it's it's like it's like entity only not entia. This is like when you name your cat okay. Taylor because it has a long tail, like groundbreaking. <laughs> this is this is a burn on me when I was five because I did indeed name my cat that. I was innovative as a five year old because <laughs> I wanted to name our horse peas and carrots. So that to me <laughs> seems like it's a, a com- great it's a complete name. protein it's you know, know. they're complementary plants <laughs> good job melanie my parents disagreed um shout, shout out to to dan and diana i know you're listening <laughs> <laughs> my mom did listen she said we were funny <laughs> <laughs> In a shocking turn of events, my mother was one of the only people to listen. We had more people listen than I thought. Yeah, would. there were a few. Anyway, um, again, no, no point. one who doesn't personally know all of yeah. us. But if you're a stranger listening to this, how what, did you get here? What, what happened? <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry that you made this choice for yourself. Um, <laughs> But yeah, anyways, so the bad Entia, I totally forgot their name. So they're like shape-shifting, they're still there, it's bad. So they like tumbled into the new, into Balinor. Mm-hmm. Um, I had totally forgotten that What's-Her-Bucket, what's the bad girl's name? Lori. Lori. <laughs> What's-Her-Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot Lori had tumbled in, but then after you said that, so... She's, like, a total pain in the ass, at least in the beginning, if I'm remembering correctly. Like, lots of whining, complaining, crying, um, super upset. And then, um, can... I can't remember, like, the dog is still with them, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah, Lincoln. Yeah, so Lincoln is with them. Does, uh, Dr. Bonnie make it over? She does. Okay, so Dr. Bonnie shows up, and that's... I believe we learned that, like, Dr. Bonnie was, um, like, worked for Ariana's family. Yeah, she was a wizard slash nurse, which is not a job title that I'd heard of before, but I'm not against it. We'll call her a a healer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so do we find out, because I think I started saying this last time, but you were like, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So her family, do we find out about her family? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. So like her family, she had a family. She's not just a, a person. Yeah. That hold on. Existed. They like they gave her brothers names, but then no other details about them. Yeah. I believe it was Trace and Brad. That um, name Trace, and yeah. yeah, no, immediately I'm like, Trace is gonna be the asshole. Brent, yeah. Brent is like the name of like the cute younger brother. You so know? they're just missing. So, so she had I mean, a family. Her whole, they're all her missing. whole family, yeah, yeah seems her to entire just been family abducted is missing. Or she and Son Chaser can or Chase mm-hmm. for short. <laughs> you like we're on a first name <laughs> basis. It's fine. Um, Chase, they can like talk. Can he? Is she still just hearing him in her mind? Or okay, initially, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, this is his, this is what the quest is about. So this is the quest. <laughs> so by the end of this, do they have his horn in its entirety? Okay, yeah. So <laughs> then the whole the whole thing is like they're trying to figure out what happened to his horn. It had it hadn't it like had broken up into like three pieces or something, and it they just she just thought it was a weird spiral rock, but then it turns out that it's like one part of his horn, and so then they have to find like. The so other in, in the first turn? book, she was like mysteriously found a couple pieces of okay. this. I, I think it'd been broken up into four pieces. Okay, four um, pieces. plus the jewel. Okay, yeah. But um, so she'd found two of them as she'd been going about her business, and she was just like, "Oh, a pretty rock, whatever." Kept it. Right. What um, an idiot. And then a it's pretty, pretty idiot. <laughs> With beautiful bronze hair. Beautiful bronze hair. There's slim. There's a point. Idiot. That I hopefully I can find in my notes where this villain is trying to describe what she looks like, and it just sounds like she's like writing her Entia? Twitter. Her no, it's some other villain. Another. It's this villains lady named Lady Kylie. Okay, but she's trying really to describe familiar. what Ari looks like to somebody, and she like says that she has hair of bronze. Oh, there it okay. is. Um, a girl with hair of bronze and eyes like the sky. I'm like, does. Is Lady Kylie just? She thinks she's hot, or what? Is, who doesn't? Hot. Do they not have the word blue? Unicorn. Like I. <laughs> They've got to be a matching hot pair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So they're like, yeah. So all of his little horn bits are just around. So they're trying to collect those. Basically, they have to be like all stacked together with the jewel which she had left in in the real. The real land, which yeah. Is after the bad tell, land. telling them to sell yeah, it like, for money, God, Ari, get it together. <laughs> um, and so Doctor Bonnie brings it back over, and then they connect it all together. They put it on his head, and it like solidifies. I don't know. I'm just saying this <laughs> off memory. Yeah. You can tell me how wrong I am. <laughs> um, they like put it on his head. They put it all together with the jewel, and like. Boom, he's Sun Chaser. He's this like bronze unicorn god. And like, it doesn't, he's like, he gets like the luster back to his coat. And oh, he has his, a full glow up. And yeah, I describe how starts, hot he is. Now. He starts like beaming these bronze <laughs> beams of beauty. And his his hooves are these beautiful bronze hooves. Yeah, part of, it, part of beautiful his, his bronze magical horn. girl transformation does include his hair growing longer oh, yeah. in he's classic got, like, horse girl fashion. Like, beautiful freaking long mane and tail <laughs> you know that when you look at this unicorn that you're just like that's a damn good looking unicorn horse with with them hindquarters yeah with them elegant ass hindquarters 
Like he's, you know, he's strong. Like like the girl said in the comment, strong, shiny, amazing. I know that if I had seen him in person, uh, this wouldn't have been sexual. I just would have been like. It's Holy a lie. Shit. It's a lie. It clearly shit. would have been sexual. That is one of the most beautiful things. This is how, like, I, I picture how I would have felt about seeing him. Like, how I would have felt about seeing, if you guys Chase know horses, the unicorn. If you know the horses, then you know Frisians. Do either of you know what a Frisian is? I've seen you talk about Frisians before when we were making okay. fun of the blue sword. No. Frisia? And that, no. that they're the hottest horse apparently. Frisians are like my all time Melanie's typing favorite, so that she can look up beautiful. a picture to show us they're a like of a they're super tall they're black they have this amazing long curly mane and tail they have the little feathers on their fetlocks. Yeah this 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 they're horse looks like somebody's fuck. crimped its hair like it's 80s just style. their natural they're literally god like look at that thing. <laughs> that is literally like one of the most beautiful one. things I've ever seen in my entire life. You're damn right, so, which is why I like yeah. this lady's kissing that one right in the mouth. Listen, I've no. kissed a horse. It's on the a mouth. gentle giant, Frederick the Great. Apparently, yeah. Frederick's a great kisser Dude. too, because she's really letting him go for it. I hope that while we're, re- I mean, look at that. Come this, on, this one, the horse is like running majestically with its its long curly hair, Dude. like flying around. These horses are. I hope that you're googling. There's an advertisement for Pinnacle it. of Frisians poster, so we we know it to get Mel. Yeah, Christmas. you get me a Frisian poster, you got my heart forever. <laughs> I mean, look at that. Melanie, anyway, I hope you get like seven point. posters of Frisians and you just have to paper Please. your walls with them. And I'll make unboxing videos about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so sorry, I just got really distracted by the Frisian pictures. So that's how I picture him, but bronze. And you goddamn well know that is exactly what he looked like. <laughs> so... And and he had a freaking unicorn horn. This dude is like amazing. A red jewel. Um, I want his red jewel, and then they can talk to each other. And he's like, "Ha ha!" The whole whole red jewel thing. Majestic and. One time I wrote a story where this girl had this like red ruby necklace that she was obsessed with, and everybody who read it as a critique was like, "So this is obviously a clitoris, and this has a lot of sexual overtones." So I'm not like saying that that's what this. Is, but I have I to <laughs> did not know what a clitoris was. Well, I barely knew my own. I, I knew that I had a vagina. What did that mean? I didn't know. <laughs> like, it was all a mystery. Um, anyway, so that and so then they can talk to each other, like, he can speak out of his mouth to her. Well, okay, so none of them speak out of their mouths. Or out of their horns? Yeah. They talk out of their horns. They talk and sneeze out of their horns and, like, laugh and everything, which I I was like, there's also one point here where, like, Lori thinks that by being in Balinor they're there because they've been abducted by aliens, and I was like, is this where K.A. Applegate got the whole, like, that whole Andalite race in Animorphs from? Because they're like horses, but they have, like, a tail. but oh, yeah. And, like, eye stalks, but they, they don't do. have mouths. So, I forgot about that. But, like, things. these unicorns are doing all this shit through yeah. their horns. Okay, so they talk I don't, through their horns. But, I don't want to make like this out podcast about Animorphs, but it is. Yeah, it's no, but it's, it's like. So <laughs> it's like actual, they can, you can hear it with your ears, not inside yes. of your head. Yes, but it's coming but it's through coming, the horn. That's really apparently. disturbing. 
I took that totally to be normal when I was. <laughs> You're like, yeah, naturally. Why well, wouldn't? Yeah, it? um, that's weird. But anyway, um, and uh, I don't. I feel like nothing really bad happens with the the bad the bad guys yet in this one. But again, I have no concept of where these books end and what the cutoff Sorry. is for all of them. I didn't hear anything. Oh, I think she gave George the whatever he's playing oh. with. Oh, well, he's he's having <laughs> a lot of feelings about that asparagus. Asparagus. Sorry, I'm just gonna really quickly make sure. That see, see, see if that isn't. won't kill your dog. Yeah. Um, okay, they can okay. eat it. Yep. Perfect. Sorry for the <laughs> time lost there. Everything's fine. Um, so yeah, so the big thing is them finding the rest of his horn, because now they can actually communicate with each other. He's the, the um, badass sun chaser that we've all been waiting for. He's no longer the dull, depressed shell of himself that he was before that. You know, he didn't We've seem, all lost a horn he, before, he, you know He didn't what I mean? seem that depressed. He was still really looking forward to killing people all the time. You know? He threatens to kill several people. Like, to trample them. He's, yeah. he's very alpha. As he well should be. But in the real world, he was really depressed. <laughs> Which, aren't we all? Well, and he's like, I identify right? with this unicorn's depression. I, too, am hornless. <laughs> In a way, yes. Aren't we all? Lost okay. my horn some time ago. You guys can figure out what that means. <laughs> um, anyway, so I think that's where my um, recollection ends. Okay. And now, Stephanie... When did you your get thoughts. this Julian tattoo on your arm? Who's Julian? Um, my tiny baby nibbling. Oh, yeah. I got it uh, three weeks ago. Oh, wait, we weren't supposed to say the name. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's too late. We can, um, we, can, you know, we can cut it out if we really <laughs> They shared. They shared uh, his name. So oh, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's um, Yep, I got it done by um, <clears throat> Maddie Ford at Black Owl Tattoo. If any of you are looking for a new tattoo artist, um, I love her as both an artist and a person, which is why I keep getting tattoos from her. I also have, most of you know this, two horse tattoos from her. Yeah, Melanie has more than two horse tattoos, but these are both from yep. one person. Exactly. Nailed it. <laughs> okay, so are we are we ready? Yep. To get into let's the... get into Stephanie's stuff. Okay. Oh. This is yeah. Oh wait wait. Um. Are we gonna name segments? Oh gosh. Yeah, we, we like have our pun list. Be, I know. I think this should be penny for your trots. Okay. Because I know that <laughs> I, I love that. I know. When Stephanie first heard that, she said, oh, no, Melanie, do you know what trots means? And I was like, yeah, a horse trotting. And she was like, no, what diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) No one else has said that. (laughs) Everyone else that has read that was like, hell yeah, penny for your trots. And I said, Stephanie said it's diarrhea. (laughs) 
bit. And they were like, oh. <laughs> well, I. But it's just the poop joke is right there. Look, our. I didn't know that, though, until you made it. My, my good friend Sydney, who is a pun master, provided us with a list of Thank possible you, horse puns. And that was one of them. And I did like, I like it, that. but yeah, okay. So I guess we can call this, this is that. Yep, this is Penny for your trots, and we get Stephanie's thoughts. Okay. <laughs> that rhymes. So, we, the, the, the story begins with Atlanta um, in, in her, her magic world. As they um, do. And she's, you know, under a lot of stress. She's supposed to start teaching this, this other unicorn, Debbie, how to do what she does. She's supposed to get a little Padawan. Um, what color is... Uh, he has chocolate brown, which is apparently the stubbornest color, is what it says in the book. I have um, brown hair and brown eyes, so I can attest. <laughs> Do you think that you're stubborn? Yep, I'm a contrarian, is what <laughs> my mother and father would say. Melanie, you're really not. <laughs> I don't know what... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to, to blast Diana and Dan no, on me. No, there are but, ways. Uh, if you tell me... That I should be doing something or you recommend that I do it, I won't. I just can't. Even if it's something that I want to do. So if I'm like, Melanie, you'll love this movie, you're like, I can't watch I can't, it. I cannot tell you how many like TV shows and movies people I've like wanted to see, but then people keep being like, have you watched it? You should watch this. You should watch this. And the more that someone's like, no, you'll love this, the less likely it is that I can, can ever do it. Mm. Even if I want to. Shout out to you, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done you dirty in a lot of ways, but that's one of the biggest ways. She recommended that I watch Dollhouse like 10 years ago. <laughs> and you're like, I fucking can't. I still, now. to this day, I'm like, I would like it. <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> anyway, besides uh, the point. Okay, so... So, Devi, her little potential Padawan, is being watched by this pink unicorn named Nana, who is apparently Southern, just based on the weird inflections Nana. they've given her voice. Yeah, because, you know, she's the caretaker, so you yeah. want to name her after your grandma. Yep. Uh, and as they're talking about this, they they drop the fact that apparently Chase is Lord of the Animals. Yeah, that's I like one of that. his titles, I guess. You goddamn um, right, it is. So He's then, Lord Devi, as this baby unicorn, um, is thinking that the solution to all their problems would just be to communicate, which makes me like him immediately. Where he's like. You know, I don't think that's how it works. He's like, I don't understand what the problem is. Why don't we just call Ari? Well, if she doesn't remember, we can just explain to her that she's a princess. Bada bing, bada boom. No. So. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. So he's like, I'm gonna go to the speaking pool. I'm gonna call that girl. So he goes there. <laughs> he tries to call her. Yeah, he's a baby. Yeah. Yeah, he like ju- he just got done being weaned. He doesn't have a color yet, but the the lady is like, or Nana is like, he's gonna be brown because he's stubborn. So they all don't have colors. The babies until... don't. Yeah, after yeah. they're weaned, and then they're they like when they get develop. Their yeah, it's like part of that. I so love him. he's just like a little fuzzy baby. Um, love that. So. Toby tries to help him not be stupid, and then he falls into the lake, because he's like, oh no, Toby hates foals. I'm falling into this lake now. And really, Toby was like, dude, stop. 
Like, he wasn't doing anything that aggressive at all. Um, so then, let's see. Um, Atlanta comes to help Debbie, and Debbie's feeling very self-conscious because one of his hooves is chipped. I'm like, does this horse need a manicure? Why is this a concern yeah. for this baby horse? You He's gotta like, be at your best. It's like, I don't look good in front of Atlanta, and I feel embarrassed. <laughs> She's beautiful. So, anyways, like... Debbie's trying to call through the speaking pool, and then NT almost gets him, and then Atlanta's like, I mean, it was nice that you wanted to try and call Ari, but there's, like, a reason why I haven't done that, you know, it's against the rules for me to directly communicate with her, like that. Dumb. Yeah. Wait, is NT have red eyes? It's or like, like, everything ambiguous. smells like death, and then there's kind of, like, a yellow-greenish haze that oh. happens. Um, okay. The the black unicorns have red eyes, which is maybe okay, what okay, you're thinking okay. of. Um, Do, but when Entia, Entia I think it's supposed to have like a like black a, unicorn. I we haven't seen Entia really okay. in the flesh yet. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so then cut back to Balinor, where <sighs> sorry, I was distracted by the food noises. Sizzling. Um, yes. So cut back to Balinor. Uh, Lori thinks that they've been abducted by aliens, um, and everyone, and Ari's looking around at how everyone's dressed, and she's like, wow, these are just, like, our dinner plates back home, so she's like, hmm, interesting. Um, then a farmer comes along with Toby, and if you're, if you're worried that he might be competent, he is fat, so we already know that he's not going to be able to do anything useful. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, you know, because because that's that's how it works, right? <laughs> um, in Balinor, apparently. The first thing I noted, I was like, "Oh, Sam, it's fat." Well, he's gonna be dumb, and he is. <laughs> so, <clears throat> seeing them, he assumes because Lori is on horseback and Ari is walking that Lori is the lady and Ari is the maid and he starts being real classist about everything. And Lori loves it, right? Yeah, and she's Lori's, like, she's super like into it. really getting off on it a bit. So, um, here's me noting that unicorns laugh, sneeze, etc. through their horns. This is something they've just mentioned here. Uh, so then Ari, they, like, go to this guy's little inn thing, and Ari has to work to put Lori up, and Lori doesn't have to do anything. He's like, oh, let me let you relax in this room, my lady, and then your servant can be my stable hand <laughs> in exchange for, like, your lodgings and stuff. Um, and then he also won't let Chase stay in the stables because he doesn't have a horn, and Samet is racist. God, yeah. <laughs> So, Lincoln the dog is there, and he's all impressed to meet Atlanta, because she's in the, in the stables, too. He's, like, really excited to meet her. But he already did meet her before, right. and she, like, threatened to gut him with her horn, so... But maybe it was because... I think that was in a dream, so maybe it's different in person. Right. And she... To clarify, Ari still does not remember. No, no, I'm anything. saying that the dog is no, excited. Yeah, yeah, but just yeah. Ari herself. She, she, she doesn't, doesn't really. Stuff. Yeah, not yeah, yet. Okay. Yeah. Um. So then, 
All also something else is that all of the unicorn stalls in this stable have mirrors. I assume so that they like the, the unicorns can just like bask in their own beauty narcissist oh, style. The unicorns are hella fucking narcissists. <laughs> narcissists. <laughs> had to really work oh, to gosh. get that word out. Um. So then Lori doesn't want to leave the room because she's scared, and I kind of think that Ari should have just pe- peaced out and left her to figure yeah, her sorry. situation out on her own, because, like, Lori. who cares? What happened to her horse? She, she like, lost it on the way. It never came through with her. She just, like... Lori's just a disappointment. Um... So then when Ari comes into the room after, like, working all day to pay for their room and their clothes and stuff like that. Lori's trying to get her to clean her boots, which seems like some kind of weird domination kink going on there. Like, she's very excited to, like, be in charge of Ari in a weird we way. We know what she's gonna be like when she grows <laughs> up. Um, so then, their top people in the tavern or whatever this inn is are talking about the shifter making this like power grab thing that they did mm-hmm. and it said they said something about him wanting to ride the lord of the unicorns so you know here is yet another person who wants to fuck ari's boyfriend i mean ride her horse wait is he the lord the, of the unicorns yeah or is he the yeah. lord of animals he's both oh he's both yeah <laughs> wait chase is the lord of he, like, lords over Atlanta and all of them? I think so. Well, I mean, the, the, the celestial unicorns are, like, a different, right, different. thing. But I Where, like, because there's a... Ooh. Adobe, get out of here. I thought something bad was happening. Um, so... No, so, like, the, celest- the not- celestial unicorns are, like, gods, basically. I thought he and- was... He kind of was them, but then he wasn't. I think he's, like... He definitely has, like, a special abilities yeah. with, like, the, the jewel and stuff. Yeah. But there's a comment that one of the other characters makes about them not believing that celestial unicorns exist. Like, they're, like, gods that, like, the unicorns believe in, but this person's, Mm. like, fake news, you know? So, I think that, I think that he's, like, lord of the unicorns in Balinor. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But not, like, he's not, like, in charge of the celestial unicorns, because they're something else. That makes sense. Is it, because, isn't Atlanta's... Uh, her title is like dream speaker or something. Oh, uh, Fabio. Yeah, unicorn Fabio. Um, what's his name? Numenor. Numenor. The the, golden one. Yeah, it's a dumb name. I don't know. Every time he like appears in the book, he just shows up and is a dick for five minutes and then is gone. So. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Um, I had questions. So then, okay. Also, all of the people who are in this tavern seem to want the king and queen and the princess to be in charge, but they don't seem to recognize Ari, so I'm like, uh, they've never seen any of these people? Like, they don't... And that could make sense in that there's no technology, and most of them are probably not traveled to where the... I don't They know. would live? So then, um... How did anyone recognize anyone pre-technology? You just had paintings made. And distributed? Yeah, Yeah, sometimes. Like, if you... you, Just, like, pass out paintings? Well, if you were a royal, and let's say you're, like, a royal lady, and Mm -hmm. you are needing to, like, get married, they would make up a bunch of little paintings of you and send them around to various kingdoms. 
Can I get someone to do that for me now? <laughs> just paint some tiny pictures of you. Just pass out my tiny painting. Just like send your selfie around, yeah. see who's interested. But a small. But painting, yeah, I mean, please. they essentially, if you were like, if you were rich enough to afford like several painters, you would just have somebody paint up a bunch of miniatures of you. And send them to different places so that, like, people could see what you looked like. What an ordeal. Yeah. All in the name of You'd have marriage. to sit there for so long. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, so then Ari almost gets arrested for having the look of the royal family by this one lady named Kylie. So I guess uh, some of them have seen the people, you know, the king and queen. But instead of assuming that she's royalty, they just want to put her in jail for, like, being a spy or something. Doesn't really make that a lot of sense. sense. I guess they're, they're like, maybe she's sheep-shifted to look like royalty. Oh, like Antia. Yeah. So then um, she avoids getting arrested by spilling a platter of peaches. Doesn't really make sense to me. I feel like I remember that. And then... Sounds that l- This lady, Kylie, uh, doesn't believe in celestial unicorns. So she doesn't think that, like, Numenor or any of them exist. So I think they're, like, they're in a different area even from the rest of Balinor, right? Um, And then she also, like, so somebody, like, when she's going back to the stable to be like, oh, well, now that I've spilled peaches everywhere, I guess I'll just go back to the stable. Bye. And Samet, who's in charge of the, the inn, is like, oh, take special care of this one particular unicorn. And she's He's describing Atlanta, and then Kylie's like, that's fake. Like, what, you have a royal unicorn staying here in your shitty hotel? Like, she's, like, offended at the idea. Doesn't she find Atlanta, like, laying down? No, she doesn't. Does she lay with Atlanta at some point? Oh, Ari? Yeah. Ari, like, does get to hide in her her stall later. They, like, cuddle at some... Maybe not in this one, but... (laughs) Oh, there's unicorn cuddling Yeah, she cuddles with Atlanta. Okay. There's not unicorn cuddling. I'm not gonna read it. There's not... There's not any yet. That's what I've always said. Um... (laughs) So then, let's see. I don't know. Basically, Kylie's just being a bitch, being, like, a royal unicorn or a celestial unicorn... Celestial unicorns don't exist, so this must be a royal unicorn that you're describing that has, like, a jewel and a horn and... That's really beautiful. She's like, she, he, she shouldn't be staying at your shitty little inn. That's and rude. I, I kind of just want to know why all of the women are mean bitches in these books. Like, this, like, Mary has issues with other Classic women. woman. Mary does not like other women. I also, like, she doesn't like other women and she doesn't like fat people. That's what I've noticed. But. <laughs> Mary, what happened? What's going on what with this? What happened to you? Oh, and and she also doesn't like anyone who's disfigured or midgets. We're gonna get into that. She has a bad relationship with her mother. (laughs) I would, yeah. I bet her mom was fat, and she didn't like her. You know, Mary, not unsympathetic to this problem, but (laughs) (laughs) but my my mom don't hate. I don't hate fat people. My mom was mean and fat though. Yeah, no, no, 100% agree. (laughs) I mean, I've never seen, I've never seen your mom, but, Uh. but I agree. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Heard enough stories. Uh. So then, um, apparently nobody 
basically in the entirety of Balinor knows how to handle horses. Like, they don't know how to do any of the, like, silent commands or, like, any of the stuff you do with the reins. Because they just ask them to do stuff and then they do it. Right. So, there's some of the horse, or some of the unicorns are starting to lose their ability to speak because, <gasps> because, because of Chase. Chase. And so, then, like, nobody knows how to get them to do anything. Wow. These people um, suck. Let's see. Lincoln the dog is extremely jealous of Chase. He's like, why do you always take care of him first? Uh, Just a weird detail, but... Do you think Twilight is based off of this? (laughs) Edward has bronze hair! Oh my god! And Jacob is a werewolf! I mean, Stephanie Meyer seems like the kind of person who is sexually repressed and thus probably liked horse shit. This literally just came to my mind, (laughs) and now it makes so much sense. Someone look into it, please. I probably will, but I'm just saying it makes sense. So then the villains show up because, like, Lady Kylie apparently has, like, detected or has figured out that Ari is the princess so she's gonna attack her right and so there are these other villains which are quote unquote very short adults with twisted faces because the ableism continues (laughs) and uh let's see Lady Kylie is um starts attacking her Lincoln the dog defends her and then Lady Kylie it seems kills him by smashing his head with a torch. There's some line in the book, like, like in a scene she would never forget in her entire life or something like that. It's very dramatic. Um, um what? Fuck Lady Kylie. <laughs> she hit a dog? She, 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 she. Well, we don't know for sure what she, he is, she, right? she, no, he's a collie. Okay, he's he just a dog. Yeah, he, he just, just like. Talk. Well, I mean, no, he can't talk any more than any other animal can right. talk. Like they, they can, can all talk. They can there? all talk okay. in Balinor. Yeah, but normally he was just a regular dog, as far as I can tell. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She she smashes his his silken head in a little bit. He does have a silken head. <laughs> um. This is devastating. So then, yeah, Kylie is looking for her. Ari like gets to hide in Atlanta's stall with her, and then Kylie, like, goes up and is like, excuse me, ma'am. I have a vague recollection. Have, have you seen a, a girl with hair of bronze and eyes like the sky? And I was like, is this woman writing Ari's dating profile? Like, why is she, why is she trying to make her sound so hot? Like, you're in the middle of, like, a fugitive hunt for somebody that you're describing as a traitor, to this unicorn to try to get her to, like, help you look for her. And you're like, by the way, super hot, though. Also, she's, like, 13. I don't know. Seems weird. Can't you just be like, hey, have you seen a 13-year-old girl? Like, do you need to give too many more details? You gotta make sure they know she's a hot 13 Yeah, so that they know so how... So that they care. So that they know they're not its importance. Exactly. Um, Fuck. So, then, like... There's this part where, like, Atlanta blows her breath into um, Ari's face, and it says, quote-unquote, like Chase did when he told her he loved her. 
So. Okay, I will say. Seems pretty gay. That's I will all. say. <laughs> that was always how I greeted my horse. Sugar. <laughs> I would go up and she would lift her little nose up to my face and I would blow on her little nostril and um she would like that was how we connected <laughs> i'm not disputing that like blowing on your horse Grant, is a she thing she would not blow on me my question <laughs> my question is like chase did when he told her he loved her i'm like <laughs> what says i love you like a good blow <laughs> <laughs> that's all i have to say good night <laughs> Um, so Atlanta blowing gaily on her, um, apparently helps her remember things. She remembers her brothers that are named Tace and Bren. Wait, Tace or Trace? Tace. T-A-C-E. That is even more dumb than I thought. (laughs) Is it dumb or... Oh, no. (laughs) It's... I just... I feel like Tace is gonna be the, the shitty brother. We'll find out. But it just sounds like the name of an asshole to me. I was starting to say, is it dumb or dumber? But I meant, God. <laughs> is it more dumb or dumber? I don't know. Let, let us let us know in the in the in, the in the comments that you will not leave. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so Ari's been gone in the human world for like a little bit more than six months. And Atlanta already says something like, like, she's grown up a lot and people might not recognize her. Like, it hasn't even been a year and she's like, oh, it's just makes sense that people might not recognize you. I I don't know. That just doesn't seem like a long enough time frame for everyone in town to, like, not remember what you look like. If I haven't seen someone in seven days, I forget what they look like entirely. (laughs) They're just gone. I don't remember any of you listening. <laughs> Unless you live here, she's ha- she doesn't know you. Nope. Okay. <clears throat> so That's then, actually not true. I remember people's faces, just want to make that clear. So then Ari's talking about, you know, now that she's remembering her whole family being kidnapped by the shifter, she's like, I hate the shifter. And Atlanta's like, no, hate is a tool of the shifter. I'm like, is he a Sith? What's happening here? What? You're not allowed to have any level of hate. No, that's if you're a good person. Anger leads to hate. Hate, I mean, hate leads to whatever. I've blah known, blah blah. The dark for years that I was going to hell, but this is just really driving it home. Maybe that's how I figured it out. You just go into the dark side. You're like, no, I do hate him. Fuck the shifter. So, um, let's see. So apparently, Samet was the one who was leaving her those horse pieces or the horn pieces because oh, she finds another one that he's left for her who is the the fat inn owner guy but I'm like I'm like okay so you were able to sneak to the human world and leave her pieces of this horn laying around but you still somehow don't know what she looks like what's the truth that's um, confusing 
So let's see. Now that now that she that. is finding out all of these things about like putting the horn together, Arya is concerned that if Chase has his horns, he won't date her anymore or something. Like she's worried that he'll change and like won't like be the Chase that she knows. This is literally like, a romantic. Like if my boyfriend gets too hot, is he gonna break up with me? I mean, we're perfect for each other now, but. <laughs> You know, valid, valid concerns, valid questions. Uh, that's a stable relationship if I've ever heard of one. Well, horse people are stable people, <laughs> Melanie, as the sign in your office tells anyone who visits. I've got a lot of comments on that. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad that you liked it. Actually, just this is a small aside, but um, I won't name their name on here, but. Not that it really matters, but someone, someone that you work with at Rock and Nerdies that I also work with at the university. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, we're not, like, friends on social media or anything, but but they know enough. They approached me yesterday at this meeting at work, and they were like, here, I have to show this to you. I was, like, out of town, and I saw someone that had this tattoo, so I took a picture because I knew that you needed to see it. And they approached this person and asked if they could take a picture of this massive fucking horse chest piece. This person had this chest piece that was literally like... Whole top of The entire boobs. top of their chest that was like a kind of a pretty blue background and this horse head. It was amazing, but also the fact that they... Knew enough to approach a stranger to take a photo for me, a person that, like, they don't know that well, but they just know. Well, I mean, you do have multiple horse-related <laughs> signs up in your office right They've now. Ne- she's never been to my office. Oh. She I just know knows through... She just knows through my Rock and Rudy's reputation as uh, a horse girl. Well, I mean, I and, did order those through yeah. Rock and Rudy's for you, so... Maybe she saw that happening. Yeah, and there's still apparently a lampshade that. Has yeah, it's, my wa- name it's on waiting. It. For I know. You. I just keep forgetting. Um, but it was let's amazing. See. So then, Doctor Bonnie shows up. Apparently, her name is Elaine. Oh. Um. Yeah. And there's this old guy named Minge who God, is what? is I guess able to make the jewel and the horn like he can put it all together yeah although he's barely in this they like just find him and he does it with like he does it immediately and like there's no process to it he's just like oh give me two seconds there it is there's like no process slang for vagina what (laughs) (laughs) what yes I've never heard that Minge, before. It's like British, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Um, yeah. In English. M-I-N-G-E. That's Vulgar how Vulgar term it. for a woman's pubic hair or genitals. Dang, well, he's just a, he's just an old man in a floppy hat in this, so I don't... Poor... <laughs> Dang. Okay, yeah, so it's not the actual vagina, but the hair surrounding the area. Mm, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> I've watched a lot of British shows. Oh God, uh, it's an unfortunate name. Is my point. 
Um, so then it turns out that her dog is not dead. He just mm. has had, like, a head injury, and yeah. the, the vet is able to help a little bit. Apparently, Dr. Love Bonnie her. is a wizard slash nurse. Damn right. Um, <laughs> so then Dr. Bonnie and Lori are sharing one bed, and Ari's in the other bed, which I felt really missed the opportunity for a fanfic moment with the, like, you know oh my god, there's only one bed thing, enemies to lovers. Put her and Lori in the same bed. Oh. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. That makes sense. Think about what could have happened that night. Enemies to lovers. Yeah, Um, 10,000 words, rating mature. I think um, that wasn't quite the vibe that Mary was going for. This is a a horse romance. I would argue that there's definitely some weird sexual interest on Lori's side, at least. She's way too interested in taking Ari's horse and in, like, Ari as a person, even though she's being a bitch, she's, like, extremely interested in her, which seems like the kind of- she's a beautiful bronze babe. And so is he. (laughs) She's like, do I want to ride this horse or do I want to fuck his rider? Hard to say. What if I do both? Ride that horse. (laughs) I did some air quotes there in case you couldn't tell. Um, Lori's a lesbian. That was my feelings about this. So anyway, um, so they were attacked at this inn and now they're just staying there for the night which seems kind of dumb i'm like don't they know that you're here you haven't you're not even gonna leave (laughs) um so Lori, like in the morning Lori, like or ari notices that Lori has like tear tracks on her face like she clearly was like crying herself to sleep basically my only note here just says am i supposed to feel sorry for that bitch because i don't um, instead of tear tracks, and I mean, I haven't been listening, so I don't know what the story's about, but uh, for a moment, I thought it was like a grandma got run over by a reindeer I, moment, which didn't At this point, I don't out. think anyone would care if Lori was run over no. by a reindeer, but, um, no care. so then Samet feels bad for being such a bougie pig, and he cries, but, like, everyone's crying. Also, so you were leaving these horn pieces for her. Like, you never saw her once. Like, seems weird. So, anyway, then Mr. Samet starts pouting like a baby because he has to take care of Ari's low-class, non-talking dog oh, while she, Christ. like, because they have to, like, leave the dog to be, uh-huh. like, cared for, right, while they carry on. And I'm just wondering where that crying and groveling energy from, like, a few minutes ago came from. He's like, ugh, you want to take care of this dumb regular dog? Dude. So then, um, Ari is showing Lori where they're going on a map, which seems, like, because Lori wasn't originally supposed to be going with them, and she's, like, showing them where they're gonna go on the map. I was like, don't fucking tell her this if she's not coming with you guys, because... Seems like that. Like, then you're gonna leave her behind, and she could tell anybody where you were. Loose lips sink ships. Yeah. Yeah. So then, Lori decides that she's gonna go with them, because she's like, well, people will think that she's the princess if she gets left behind, because she's just, like, another child and then they might the want age. to kill her so basically that's what she yeah. thinks okay. but she also says that she looks more like a princess of course she quote does. unquote um Lori. and then ari gets a fancy ass knife and i'm just wondering if she's gonna get to stab somebody at some point 
Don't kill that hedgehog, George. It's very aggressive. Hedgehog wants to be your friend. He's been throwing that hedgehog all over the place. <laughs> so, uh, Lori calls this old man whose hut they're trying to stay in a moron because she has social skills. And then she has to do some actual work and is offended. <laughs> course she is. And so then there's like a dangerous situation where they have to like you know get onto the horses and try to ride away mm-hmm. and Lori gets dragged up onto this horse by her hair. Holy shit. Her, it specifically says her long blonde hair and I'm like Mary who who was this girl with long blonde hair that you seem mad at but in like a weird there's something going on here. Is it her mom? I, I, no, because she wants to fuck this girl. There's oh, some girl with long blonde hair saying. that she hated, but also kind of wanted. There's like a weird energy with this. This is all I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Is it her mom? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Because it's an Oedipus conflict. Complex is if wanting to dude, fuck. Yeah, it's like, and it's an Electra thing. If you're a girl who wants to fuck your dad, I don't think we what? have a term for wanting to fuck your mom if you're a girl. Let's probably keep it that way. <laughs> uh, but Laurie's not fat though. This is some other girl. There's some mean rich girl little, that she like likes that she's who knows? sprinkling in there. So, Mary's got issues. That's yeah. what we're saying. Yes. Um, let's see, Chase is having a hard time not being, like, his full manly self. He's like, don't tell me what to do. So then, um, there's this whole thing where they, like, the cart gets stuck in a swamp and they have to pull Toby out of it. Um, Chase has, like, blood coming from his nose. Because he's, like, trying so hard and stuff. He, like, almost fucking dies. Wait, Toby, like, the unicorn Yeah, yeah. Like, all of them have to, like, help pull Toby out of the swamp. Because they, like, he's, like, attached to the cart. Yeah, Toby's been with them the whole time. Oh. I didn't know that. Um... Anyway, like, they had, like, a moment where Chase wasn't being super manly, and then I think they had to come they back to with a like, real really, strong show of, saying, like... Just because he doesn't have his horn does not mean that he's not still a man. Just because... A man unicorn. Just because he can't get it up doesn't mean... <laughs> doesn't mean that he can't still do stuff. <laughs> It sounds like she's got some other issues. Yeah, there's there's some kind of a potency thing going on here for sure. Um, and then, after that, Lori stops bitching for some reason. They don't she's explain why. It. She just, just like, she it. just suddenly, like, after Toby, like, gets rescued from the swamp, she, like, stops bitching. And they, she's like, well, they don't really know right. why. Um, so then, Unicorn Fabio is being a bossy little shit. And then um, I noticed that in his conversations with Atlanta, that he always calls her Atlanta and she calls him Malord. And I want to know oh, what what I. the fuck's up with that. Or he doesn't just call her babe. Uh, <laughs> this book has masculinity issues. <laughs> I don't. I don't no. know. No. He Ew. might as well be calling her babe. Listen, he should. If he was calling her Milady. But then I'd Chase calls that. Ari Milady. So hmm. 
That's because they have an equal and loving what? relationship. What hand gesture are you doing right now? She's like I'm, putting two fingers together. I'm matching my, my um, short and long fingers. <laughs> so that they're, they, um, they, see, it. it's like a lock and a key. <laughs> if you know what I mean, guys. Ladies, but. fellas. <laughs> I just do this sometimes in my downtime. I mean, who does? Do you, you don't do that with your with your fingers that are shorter and longer than each other. You know, I didn't. I didn't come here to be judged. I just came home. All right, so so fingering jokes aside. <laughs> I'm just living my life, okay? <laughs> okay. So then they're trying to go get the last piece of Chase's horn because there was one piece that fell like near where the battle happened mm, that they have to go indeed. find. And so they're on a silent mission. They're like putting burlap sacks over his hooves Is and everything. Is it a silent but deadly mission? No, they don't kill anybody. But I appreciate <laughs> that you were so offended that I told you that troughs meant diarrhea and yet you want to bring up farting, Melanie. <laughs> Different set of standards for you than me. Seems wrong. Um, so they're on the silent mission and Chase is being a baby because he wants, he he's like, I want to keep going. And at one point she's like, no, we have to stop for a minute. And then she has to pull like the reins, even though he doesn't have a bit, like, so it's not hurting him or anything. Mm. He's like offended that she like checked him. And so then. Never he, check your man. So everyone then he whinnies that. and ruins everything. Like then everyone knows that they're there, even though they were doing all this stuff to try to be quiet. Um, because he is a baby. And then there are more of those, um, Scarface gnomes. Let's see. Wait, what? Oh, Scarface yeah, gnomes. Yeah. Gotcha. So then they find the other part of his horn, and Chase is super hot now. As I said, the, mm-hmm. the elegance of his neck, shoulders, and hindquarters. hindquarters. Uh, he is taller. He has longer hair. So, you know... I'm imagining he also somehow got a manicure and pedicure, a la Sailor Moon. Yeah, he's got those bronze-ass hooves and a shiny bronze horn. So now, apparently, like, so then they're like, okay, great, we got the horn, everything's, everything's fine now, and Dr. Bonnie's like, well, but you still need your scepter. And then Laurie is like, oh, like a scepter that has jewels and stuff, and then she's really impressed by that and she's like puts her arm around Ari and I'm like okay so this is like you just want like a rich wife Lori like you were like mad that you liked Ari but you can't date a poor because your dad's rich and you like need to find somebody (laughs) as rich as him to get together with is this I don't know that's so that's the end of this book did they say I'm pretty sure this is where I learned this word and I don't know how to say it right as a result of that shocking no one (laughs) Um, do they mention what 
it's like a it's like a lapis i don't think they mentioned what kind. Sure it has to be a scepter being... i'm sure it probably is but let's see it's right at the end of the book let's um let's see and there's no finding the king and queen until you get your scepter back scepter laurie said interestedly Royal. Mm. Yep. uh dr bonez smiles <laughs> Ah, would it be the kind of scepter that had jewels on it? Fuck, Lori. Quite a few, as I recall. Lori put her arm around Ari's shoulder. Princess buddy, old pal, she said happily, on with the quest. Fuck she her. just wants jewels. She wants to be rich. We know that. And her dad, like, her dad's money doesn't work in Balinor. She's like, oh, do you guys take Visa? And they don't, obviously, because it's a fantasy world. Right. So then she's like... Well, fuck, I need a I need a rich daddy here. Maybe Ari can be my rich daddy. <laughs> oh my she's taking some turns. First she's a dom, now she You know wants, I think that yeah, she thinks fine. that whoever like it's It is. I looked it up. It's, it's kind of like lapis. a fifty shades of grey, like the rich person it's gets to be in charge. Yeah. Well, that's what Fifty Shades of Grey came I know, that's what I'm from. saying. This is all coming back to Twilight. As I knew my life always was. <laughs> Dad, do you know how to say that right? Scepter? No, lap, lapis. Yeah, it's lapis lazuli. It is? Yeah. So I know how to say it the whole yeah. time. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> well. So yeah. I, I'm wondering how much, um, how much fix it fix there is for that, that one night in the hotel. Look into it. Let's see what AO3 has you, to offer. Yeah. I'll let you Bring know. Bring that back next time. If, if there is it. anything, I would love to do a dramatic reading for you, Melanie. I would love that. And then maybe we can... So then we'll do... Next episode will be Unicorns of Balinor number three, Valley of Fear. <laughs> <laughs> Great then, title. And then maybe we'll jump to like some Saddle Club or something if you've got it around. Just so that we're not only doing Balinor. I know. Well, we'll decide. We'll talk about this. Okay. Not on... on 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 mike <laughs> we'll have to see you know? what what is in the what box is... in melanie's parents yeah, basement <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> let me tell you there's all sorts of shit um but yeah we'll be back we've de- determined that we can do this maybe bi-weekly yeah we're thinking every, every every two weeks because i feel like once a week is maybe too much horse That's, content for all of you i have a hard time um committing to but once a month doesn't seem like often enough yeah like, that's not enough time yeah I and mean, that's too much time between episodes yeah yep, 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 yep. <clears throat> um so that's what we're shooting for um so <clears throat> on a scale of one to ten pony what were my scales scale of one to ten ponies um we've got horse content horse content overall and i think it was horse content Literary worth. Yeah, literary worth. And, and entertainment value. Ent- entertainment value. Yeah. Okay, so horse content scale one to ten ponies. You know, there. I mean, there was like a reasonable amount of horse content that they definitely were sexually describing a lot of unicorns in this. So, you know, an, eight, like, an eight again. A lot of horse content. Yep. It was okay. less angsty than the first one, though. But more sexy. Yeah. Which is better. I, you I mean, know, a nice I, combo of both. I'm an angst I'm person. Into. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a slow burn kind of person. 
I like everyone to be unhappy and tortured, like mutual pining for right. like two books, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, so I have emotional issues, but <laughs> give me a solid combo of angsty and sexy and I'm all in. <laughs> you want them to be angsting, but still fucking. Yeah. I mean, you can like have the slow burn up to that, but, um, that's important as well. I mean, at least, like, some good, like, descriptors. They don't know how to be fucking it, but, like, you know they're thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, scale of one to ten ponies, entertainment value. Um, I think I was probably a little bit less entertained by this one than I was the first one. Because less angst, more sex. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't that... I wanted I wanted more like drama than mm. than it had really, and the drama that there was I was like confused by, so maybe like like a four entertainment wise. Okay, and scale of one to ten ponies and uh, literary worth. I think it's still a two. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that good. Wow, it didn't change? No. What about when you, we're now considering that it led to Twilight being made? Does that... That right? actually makes it worse because I, you know, God bless Stephanie, she did her best, but I that's not a well-written book either. But who would Sunshine and I be if we didn't have Twilight? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that is objectively bad that I like. You know, and I think that's true of most people. You gotta have yeah. that bubble gum sometimes. Doesn't have to I'm sorry. feed you. Are you referring to Twilight as bubblegum? Right yeah, now, it's a bubblegum book. Uh, you just chew and chew and chew and get nothing wow. out of it. <laughs> Sunshine will be hearing about this. <laughs> I mean Probably she, she will listen this. to this, I'm sure. That's fine. That's Hi, a Sunshine. whole other podcast. How's how, how's your commute? <laughs> Hope you had a good listen. We think about you. Well, I can't speak on Stephanie's behalf, but I'm going to make an assumption um, that she also thinks about you often. So we think about you often and we love you a lot. And I wish you were here. Melanie's looking very <laughs> sad right now, Sunshine. <laughs> well, For those of you that don't why, know, why Sunshine would you, why would you, friend yeah, and we love her. Yeah, she, she moved to England like a fucking loser. We blame you, Jack. <laughs> it is it is Jack's fault. I so, love Jack, too. Sunshine, please text Jack and tell him that it's his fault. Jack got bit the on mo- the butt by a wolf once, though. So and he did not turn a... into a werewolf. Disappointing. But he handled it, and he let me see it. So, 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> he actually Jack. showed me that, too, like, in the middle of the street. Yes, that's true. He showed me. And I was like, this is how I know that you're cool. <laughs> If you're not willing to show someone your wolf butt bite in the middle of the street, what's the point? I've always said that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think um, we don't have anything else, and this has been really long already. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I was, if, if this was shorter, I was going to say that we should end it with another horse story. But uh, a horse story. Yeah, he told he told us a Bobo story. Oh, do you, do you have any like red or sugar stories? Oh my god, you guys! I have so many stories. Um, let me think of a quick one. 
uh, really quick. Well, here's a red story. This makes red look really bad. Well, I've um, always heard of red as being the asshole. Horse, red so. is an asshole. He's like the, <laughs> I've always described red as like the horse that like will like be afraid of something. Like he'll be afraid of something and he will accidentally kill you without like any thought about like where you are in relation to his body but then he'll like see you on the ground dead and feel bad about it (laughs) um and i can say that as because he has knocked me to the ground and then been like oh oh how'd you get down there buddy oh is it because (laughs) i unexpectedly jumped right into you with my body because a leaf blew past me um, that's red for you. Red also in one year, this was when he was young and there was a, a brief moment in time where my mom thought that maybe she'd want to breed red because he was the last of a bloodline. Um, Duke's Iron Legend. Um, that was the horse that we really loved. And, um, so we bred our two last our two mares sugar and jazzy his last two babies because he was being gelded after being a stud for like 15 or 16 years and it was a big deal so we had these two babies red was the last baby to be born so my mom was like maybe we'll breed him um but then it turns out he was just a big fucking dick <laughs> so she's she's like we don't so we don't like, need oh, these genes no, 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 no. yeah because um yeah he always was just a little fucking shit and in one year, this is like when I was playing volleyball too. And in one year, I showed up to like these volleyball practices and tournaments with like all these fucking bruises, like big bruises, because one time he bit me on the arm. And so I just had this gigantic, like what was clearly a mouth of some sort, this gigantic bruise on my arm that lasted for like two months. And everyone's like, this. Is this is this child being beaten? There, I look back and I'm like, I wonder if some people were like, what the fuck? Because that same year, he, while I was walking him once, he reared up and when he came down, his foot, his hoof hit me in the head and then just like clipped it. So like, it didn't bleed or nothing, <laughs> but clipped me in the head and then hit me in the leg. And so I had this gigantic hoof like shaped bruise on my leg that also lasted like two months because it was like you know a horse (laughs) a horse amount of weight went onto my leg and this is all while I was on like the same volleyball team so I just kept like showing up injured because of this fucking horse (laughs) but it was always that he had like a huge attitude and he was after at some point I was just like I can never trust you (laughs) And to this day, he's, like, way older. Um, but he's just a, a little fucking shit. <laughs> he has the biggest attitude, and then he'll be like, oh, why don't, why don't you like me? Oh. Why doesn't oh, anyone want to so, ride me? You're like, because I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you doing over there? <laughs> I want to come play. Oh, am I actually going to bite you on the top of the head? Maybe. <laughs> anyway, so that's Red when he was young. I'll have a better... I forgot about the horse story. I'll have a better horse story for next time. I got okay. lots of them. Um, yeah. That's it. Yeah. 
Well, thanks. Thanks for listening, five of our friends. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to this second episode. We'll be back, I'm sure. We'll probably talk to most of you soon. Okay, bye! Bye! Happiest child. I'm choosing homeschool because of anxiety. 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 Because of anxiety.